0: Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Back with another quarantined edition. We are slowly counting down the days. The players are in the bubble. And we're uh, slowly getting back into basketball. But before we get into that, I have to say something that should be um, common sense to everybody. But I just want to put it out there that we here Through the Wire um, are against anti-Semitic Everything. Um, it's been big into the news recently because of Deshaun Jackson and Steven Jackson and, and everything. We just wanted to just put it out there that we four do not support the um, the generalization of an entire group based on racist or, or any other bad ideology. And personally, I would say that I, I was disappointed in Steven Jackson and his approach to, to everything that happened this week. But again, we are all fighting the same fight on different fronts. We do not support any. Okay? So now we're going to get into some basketball talk as we slowly boil down to the bubble. Before that, what has been you your favorite part about the bubble so far? Because we've seen, like, people talk about the food we've seen behind the scenes of, like, the, the arcades and everything. So yeah. what, what are y'all into? I don't know what to think. Yeah, because everybody's posting different
1: things where we see people say they're living bad and other people saying they, you know, they can go on the rides and they can, having Mickey Mouse waffles and everything. So I'm seeing a little bit of everything. I mean, I think it's what you kind of just make of it, you know. I think it's you just got to get through it. Yeah, I thought it was
2: kind of funny when Rondo posted that picture of that hotel, talking out was the Motel Six. That hotel was like decent, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know like that room was record. decent as
0: hell.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. And I guess he good. used he used to way better shit than that because I that hotel looked nice.
3: Yeah,
2: I would have been happy.
3: Yeah,
2: so me, some of me, uh, pool terrible.
3: For me, I I think. You know, I liked what Mike said because I, I heard Patrick Beverly say that the bubble is what you make it, which is a fact. we seeing guys like Dame and uh, Lou Will doing a music thing. And I think that's exactly the, what that term means it's what you make it. If you turn it into an arcade game, I know they have the Players Lounge, but I also saw uh, Whiteside say he was going to be playing COD for 10 hours, take a break. Exactly. So he's making his into a gaming thing. I've seen, you know, yeah, the, the Dame and Lou Will. They they got the music. Cause it I is, you make it whatever. It's a
1: regular hotel room, which I mean it ain't nothing fancy. Cause they NBA players and they used to the highest that I have. But like you said, these NBA players, so I'm expecting them to, like you said, bring a game, bring a game console in. I think it was Rondo too, but he also had like a yoga mat he was doing, and I, it's just simple things that just kind of make it a little bit more like home. But I mean, you got to look at the long run. My like, biggest thing is
3: yeah. we haven't seen an All Star quote-unquote best player of the team room yet we've seen like terrence ross i've seen Nasir little i've seen pat bev i've seen uh rondo um uh, uh nasir little or white i had we haven't seen a uh, Jokic, lebron Kawhi, paul george so i'm curious as to what they shit looking like uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but JR was live, exposing shit, and he got a message while on live basically telling him he was doing too much. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing. And like Mike alluded to, we've seen players have one source of food and, and other players have another source of food. I don't know if that's a you don't know where you're going or you don't so, know how to so access I w- that.
0: So I want to clear that up because the first couple of days, the the menu that y'all saw from, uh, was it? Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels. So what it was reported by... I forgot who. But the first couple of days in the bubble are not going to be like a representation of the entire dinner menus for the entire time. It's just the fact that everybody was still getting there, that their selections were kind of minuscule. And then the food probably wasn't good for the first couple days. But once everybody is there, they'll have like these full course menus that they can choose from. And the quality of food and stuff will be better. But it's just the first couple days as people are slowly getting there. That the makes
3: sense. That makes sense. Cause I've seen Sir Little. Like I've been, I've been watching his uh, Snapchat like a hawk. And as the days progressed, he definitely, it definitely upped because the first day he had like a, a macaroni cup.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I was like, I'm I'm not too good for that. I'll eat that shit. But like a, a guy who has a chef and a nutritionist who are used to those type of things, a macaroni cup is kind of crazy. I can't picture LeBron James eating a fucking right. macaroni
0: cup. And, and, and that's a good point because, I mean... For the NBA, it makes sense that they would spend a lot of money to make sure the food is really good because the bodies are the temples of these players. And if they don't have the fuel to go out there and play for 40 minutes and do this and that, then the product is bad and then you have injuries. So, I, again, it's just the first couple days. Uh, my personal favorite thing is that P.J. Tucker, did y'all see what he did? Mm-mm. He no. said that this TV in my room is too small on the wall and he went out and bought an 85-inch to his hotel room. And I don't know if he put it on the wall or whatever, but he got an 85-inch. JaVale McGee and J.R. Smith were streaming Call of Duty. Sammy Ogilvy, uh Myers Leonard, uh, Josh Hart. These are all players just taking the time to play some Call of Duty, which is fire. Uh, Pat Bev got his polo tees ready to be selling yeah. around the mm-hmm. whole facilities.
1: Hey, no matter They can always have the resources to make it better for themselves. It's not mm-hmm. like... They're in prison, which I seen Danny Green has said that that's what it kind of felt like when they were leaving out when they were giving the final goodbyes to their families and whatnot, because it's you don't really know when you're coming back. Mm-hmm. Which I mean I can kind of see that, but I don't know. Listen, no one,
2: P.J. Tucker. How many pairs of shoes y'all think he brought? He
0: oh. he said he said it. Oh, he said it in this Insta story. Man, let me see if I can find it real that quick. That means he's gotta have like at least a couple of luggages just we are,
3: I also think the first couple of days was shock value. So you had a couple of players that were thirsty to try to say, like, look at this, look how bad it is. Yeah, I think
1: there was gonna yeah. be like that negative mindset in, negative mindset on it coming in just because it
3: was now I'm like, confused yeah. with the players lounge. So they can all go in there and chill together. I'll yeah, that.
0: that's the, that's the thing. So they can, but they also said y'all can't play ping pong with more than two people at a time. And then they want you to social distance, but they also have an arcade corner where it's like six arcades yeah, next to each other. So like, how are you supposed to have an arcade corner if you gotta stay six feet away from each other? They don't. They don't really know. They want to tell the public that, but I think they just letting them boys do what they want, bro.
2: Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're all on the court together still. They gonna go play again. They gonna go play against each other and everything. So. Uh,
0: it was in the story, like when he first got there, and and, and it's not there anymore. But uh. Oh. Yes, a lot.
3: I'm just waiting to see an all-star caliber player show as they room because I, I, I'm i just curious as if it's any difference. Where do y'all takes? Y'all, are y'all under the impression that there's no way in hell LeBron James has the same room as Nasir I, Little?
2: I, I'm pretty sure LeBron's at the top. He's at the King kingpin suite.
0: Yeah. You right, I, I think so too. But if I'm a player, I'm still mad about that. Like I <laughs> say it, I know it is LeBron. Yeah, they all can afford it. those things. though. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm sure LeBron in the in the suite. He in the suite. Or do y'all think LeBron
3: just, would be like put me with a rest I'm, of the guys? I'm, that, I'm just one of the guys type. Yeah, thing. I don't want to bring any attention.
1: That's how yeah. LeBron would do. But it, it's LeBron. Though. I feel like he getting he getting accommodated well, like anywhere. Yeah. So. But that's just how it that's is, LeBron, that fucking
3: boy, man. Yeah. LeBron is that boy. That boy is at home anywhere. That is that is wild, bro. That is wild. That yeah, LeBron is in that bitch comfortable. He feel at home when he out of time. They fuck around, let LeBron dip out if he want to. <laughs> LeBron can fuck around <laughs> and leave the bubble, and nobody would say shit.
0: What makes it better you. for me, though, is the fact that they can order stuff to their rooms. And st- like, I didn't think... Well, I didn't really think about it, but the fact that P.J. Tucker can order a big ass TV on Amazon and have it delivered directly to his room will make it better. I- I'm assuming just because I mean, they have hotel rooms, but they're still like above average hotel room. Like that little room that Rondo showed was something that H.O.H. would probably put us in. Like it's like a four and a half star exactly. hotel, yeah, exactly. so they have room to get an 85 inch TV or hey, I want a pair of shoes off Goat for this next game. But I can order it and get it delivered. So
3: surprising because. Usually when you have a bubble, nothing goes in, nothing comes out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because and I'm, I'm
0: hoping that they're you. just like disinfecting and everything as it comes yeah, I mean, in. That's what I
3: do. I disinfect everything uh, personally. Um, I'm going to be going to a hotel today, and it, it, it got to get disinfected. So um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I, because like if you're delivering something, there's a person who has to load it in. Mm-hmm. There's a person who has to drive it. Mm-hmm. There's a person who has to unload it. There's a person that's going to bring it to the hotel. Then there's a person that's got to bring it to his door. So that's already about four or five people who've handled it. So I'm just surprised that they would do that. But, I mean, I guess it does – it is dope for them that they have another thing that they can, you know, do or if any, anybody forgot something or uh, don't have something that they want, I guess that's cool. Shout-out to the Dallas Mavericks as well. Wow. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all saw their little – certain that they did oh, the
2: bou- the oh yeah, 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 yeah yeah i did see that yeah that was cool as hell
0: the dallas mavericks man man um evan fournier been dropping like vlogs of oh. the of the bubble i know nobody really watch it because it's evan fournier but they on his instagram and um he basically did like a whole room tour and again it's above average room but he also got like every nba player got this goodie bag from the nba yeah. with a ton of stuff and it had like um headphones it had like uh like xbox headphones wireless controllers bluetooth yeah, speakers yeah. i think oh, this yeah. yeah,
1: we said that at the beginning it's not going to be perfect with all these circumstances it's it's just no way it's going to be perfect but i do got a feeling the nba gonna try its best to just make it work which i, I feel like they are
2: yeah you just can't get too complacent you got to always be on your toes take everything serious you can't get too laid back with
0: it they got uh, color <laughs> books too coloring books. They didn't yeah. come this far
3: to uh to to not you know make it work. So I, 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 yeah. I'm in agreement with you, Mike. But yeah, mm-hmm. and the Little show, the same thing. The little uh the bag. It was a big ass bag with a lot of shit. Yeah. He was yeah. mad because he was like, "Damn, I bought a lot of this shit before I came." <laughs> <Not knowing laughs> that they were He's
2: happy.
0: still on that rookie contract too.
3: <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's been dope. Though I, I, I'm glad to see a lot of players are using it to show us because it, mm-hmm. it, it's just another thing that makes us feel a part of it. Cause you gotta understand, if something like this in the '90s would have happened, it would all have been her say, he say, she say. But like to be able to go through this makes us feel like we in a bubble. We know exactly. I know exactly what they ate yesterday. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's no confusion. We mm-hmm. saw Kuzma eating his uh, sushi. We know exactly what's going on there, and that's that's gonna make this this uh, new and different experience uh, yeah. even better for us as the uh, fans and viewers and consumers. So Do hopefully
0: do we know if jonathan isaac is supposed to play because he's there he's there and he was practicing too
3: i thought he wasn't going to
1: yeah oh, he's
0: practicing uh, that's what's up he's practicing yeah four weeks ago an article says magic jonathan isaac not ruling out returned from knee injury in nba restart but that was four weeks ago and wow. we haven't heard anything else but he's he was practicing yeah i just watched the part of evan fournier's vlog and they were they were practicing together so that would be interesting you know we've seen a lot of people drop out and a lot of people because of injury decide that they didn't even want to travel um but the fact that he's there means he's probably gonna play he might end up playing which would be great
3: that's a that's a wonderful pivot talking about people dropping out and whatnot because we had a conversation maybe a week and a half ago about opportunity like when uh jr signed with the lakers we had the conversation on jr signing with the lakers JR signing with a team like Brooklyn, where he would have a little bit more opportunity to not even more opportunity, but it would be more freedom, more green light and just just a, a, a opportunity to do whatever the hell he wanted to do versus being in a conduce role with the Lakers. And we had the conversation of which one would be better and whatnot. But now we're seeing Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley are going to go to Brooklyn where a lot of their players aren't going to be there. A lot of their players not going to play. And I saw in one article that they're also going to use this as a trial run to see if those one or two, maybe even both, could come back next year and play with the real roster. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's up, y'all? Are y'all feeling this Jamal Crawford? Because Jamal, yeah,
1: Jamal Crawford not getting no. He he's so good still offensively, but he's not getting no younger, man. He going to be what, like he's 40 already something. 40, he going to be 41 <laughs> next season. So he, it's like the role he going to be is very limited. Like he literally going to have to come in and just score. You can't ask him to really do much else at yeah. this
2: point. Yeah, I'm excited to see them play. I'm I'm more just curious to see like how Michael Beasley is. because he's still got some young. He's a little young. He's not as old as Jamal Crawford. So I feel like he got a little bit left in the tank. And uh, I think he could definitely contribute to a team like Brooklyn, especially off the bench when you got KD, Kyrie and them boys. So yeah, I think he would definitely be a spark for them boys. The boys, <laughs> uh,
1: you, uh, you seen that video where Michael Beasy was talking shit and when he was running them fools?
0: What he yeah.
1: said? Um I did see that, but saying, I can't oh, remember what was said. I, I
0: don't know what he said. He kept repeating the phase. We don't want. I'm the. I'm the, We don't want. Oh yeah, right, 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 right. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. this is like, you said.
3: Yeah. Would you ask me if I said it or Derek?
1: I mean just yeah, you in general. I know oh, you a Michael awesome. Beasley fan oh, like easy fanatic. I was Bezzi. in there
3: recording
1: it. I mean it's gonna be a lot of behind I
3: the socks he was winning.
1: Spencer we not even playing, so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot of opportunity with that Brooklyn. Oh team. yeah. That's, so there's gonna be shots to go up too.
0: It's unfortunate though that the first five games of the play-in, Michael Beasley can't play because of uh, a suspension, um, anti-drug policy suspension. Just let the players smoke, bro. Just let them smoke. How is that still a thing? We're in 2020, bro. Just let them smoke. Um, so he'll miss the first five games. He'll be able to play those last three games and playoffs if they keep their spot, which I'm guessing since the Bradley Beal not playing, there at least gonna stay in the playoffs. So we'll we we'll still get a couple games of Michael Beasley. It'll be cool to see Jamal Crawford there again. Um, yeah, I was
3: surprised it took Michael Beasley so long to get back into the league because the last time we saw, well, what was, was the last? He was time? on. He was on what the Lakers.
0: It? He was on the yeah. Lakers but before last time.
3: that with the Knicks. He was doing his thing with the Knicks. He had some moments with the Knicks where he was like getting it in
1: like well he he was always a bucket yeah always a bucket it's just i think it's just off the court stuff and just his personality issues stuff like that that always kind of knocks him back down and it's always yeah, that kind of like, with him too that it's just like i don't know that he he could be an issue in the locker room or something like that so people like people stay shy away from him
3: i think that's just a, a product of having to change different teams man when mm-hmm. you want to move so much to role change you know, to go from the Knicks, who was a bottom feeder, where he was getting all the shots, to then bounced to the Lakers, who had just got LeBron. So we all viewed them as a playoff team, and then they had up-and-coming stars. That The opportunity is so, so different there. Like, he barely got minutes with the Lakers, and he was coming mm-hmm. off a season with the Knicks that was like, oh, damn, Michael Beasley is kind of relevant and kind of, like, can be a rotational player to bump. It's just like, you know, just like Marcus Morris. It's like Marcus Morris was cool and was a nice piece for the Celtics. Then he came to the Knicks and was damn near, you know, fucking, uh, almost. A, young, almost yeah. So it was like, you know, it's just about finding a place where you can be your best version and kind of staying there. But these guys be so hit or miss that they get those little contracts where they got to kind of, they got to kind of go where the money at sometimes. So, um, I'm, I'm very excited. I think he can have some moments with Brooklyn because, yeah, they don't really have anybody like you were saying, Mike, except Kyrus Levert, Joe Harris. Jared Allen is going, right? Uh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. He's the so sole center.
3: No DeAndre, no Spencer, KD, Kyrie. The GT probably not going if Kyrie and KD not going.
1: Uh, I ain't heard about it. I ain't heard like, nothing about him. It sounds like a lot of shots for Kyrus Levert. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you don't really got many shot creators besides the people that are out, you know? Yeah, and
0: now and Jamal Crawford, you know, Jamal Crawford yeah. created his own shots, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> interesting stuff, though. I mean, we had a couple other signings, but those are the two big ones. Uh, Brooklyn's gonna be a fan favorite, team, definitely because people have been waiting for Jamal Crawford to get back into the league. Um, mm-hmm. next thing I want to talk about is just briefly, uh, Ble- Bleach Report put out their top 100 players in the NBA this morning. Uh, What they have been doing is, like, releasing, hey, 15 best point guards, shooting guards, small forwards all the way out. And then they finally put together one big list. And it's strictly, strictly based on this year. Forget about what somebody did last year, last 10 years. It's based on, like, the 60-something games we've had so far. Here are the top 10. Okay? I'm going to read y'all this list. Y'all tell me if y'all see any problems. I'm going to go 10 to 1. I think that's more fun. Yeah. Uh, number 10. Go 15. Go 15. 15? All right. We can go 15. We can All go right 15. Back. Based on this season. Again, based on this season alone. Number 15 yeah, it's is it's Ben gone. Simmons.
3: going Okay.
0: Ben Simmons is the 15th best player in the league, according to Andy Bailey and Dan Favale. 14, Carl Anthony Towns. All right. Okay. 13. Christopher Emmanuel Paul. Huh? Huh, boys? Based Bap. on this season, that I can't,
2: no, I, I can't, can't really argue it. He really has that team in a position where they should. I'm just ready
3: to. I can't judge until I hear the rest. Right, I'm it. trying to hear the like. The
2: Twelve,
0: f- Joel Embiid. Yeah. Eleven, Jason Tatum. Ten, okay. Christopher Middleton. Hey,
2: no, uh, no? what? No. Give you argue argument for not. 18 better than Chris Middleton.
0: And what? Why? Why so? This he's season, a better ball.
2: I don't know. I I think JT just his potential. Uh, no, uh, I do uh, 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 uh,
0: uh,
2: uh. No, nah, I don't know. I, I would rather have Jason I Tatum. I would say on, on I think it
1: it's been a little bit harder of a journey for Jason Tatum this year than for Chris Middleton. I think Giannis has done a lot. Chris Middleton has had a good-ass year, no, no doubt yeah. about it. 50-40-90, basically. But Giannis yeah. is having, like, a better year than his MVP season type year. You know? That's
2: Jason awesome. Is a one option yeah, on, like, played. a top- See the team.
3: Next to Giannis. That's the argument. That's all you have to say. He played next to Giannis, and the other one is, like, the the, the face of his team.
0: Number nine, Jimmy Butler. Number eight, Anthony Davis. Oh, oh I see Mike. Mike's I don't head. know. I
2: mean, <laughs> I don't think Anthony Davis should be that low.
0: Who ahead of Anthony Davis? Damian Lillard at seven. Based on individual be- seasons, you know. So just either this Russell,
3: year Russell Westbrook is a top fifteen player, or he's extremely high. So
0: basically the top fifteen according to these guys. Okay.
2: So I would take Anthony Davis over Damian Lillard. I, I saw this poll on um Twitter yesterday. I voted Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis just brings so much to the table. He does,
3: he's but this year good. Damian Lillard has been a different animal. This this yeah. year
0: Damian Lillard has been ridiculous. I'm
3: surprised that he's seven based off this year.
0: Six, we have Jokic. Okay. Five.
3: I am might have to take Dame over Jokic this season. Yeah. This season. I might have to take this season. I'm taking Dame over a lot of people. So I'm, I'm surprised that he's that at seven. That's low for me for this season. Mm-hmm.
0: Um number five is Luka Doncic. Okay. That's,
3: okay. that's low for me.
0: Number that's four is James Harden.
3: That, yeah, I'm taking Luka over James. I'm taking
0: Luca over James Harden this year. Number three yeah. is Kawhi.
3: I'm taking Luca over Kawhi this year. I don't know about that. I can't do that one.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that
3: one. Y'all
0: see the year it's that Luca is having? It's I close. do. I do. It's close. But it's not close. I, I, yeah. It definitely is close. But, Luka this yeah. year has been okay. on some shit. Yeah, but Kawhi, still <laughs> Kawhi is still nice, too.
1: Kawhi, is, he's just an assassin, man.
0: Luka is almost
3: giving us a triple-double in a sophomore season this year.
0: Yeah, I know, but Kawhi is still well, all-defensive player, all-NBA first team, to team, to team,
3: too. His team is a lot loaded than Luka's, and Luka's... Yeah, I, make, that,
0: that's, I don't know if that's super relevant we're talking about individual stuff.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, because of it. The makes indi- it easier for Luka, I guess. The, the individual that Luka is, is up. he has Maxi Cleveland I mean, Kawhi.
0: Nobody
2: I mean, it makes a while.
0: Start playing with Luka? You trying to tell him this season you think Luca has had a better year than Kawhi Leonard? Me personally, I would, I, I I love what Luca has if done. If you look at the
2: numbers statistically, yes, Luca has had a better season. But that's just Kawhi. like
0: raw numbers. You are just talking points, assists, and rebounds. I mean, that that team when when Kawhi Leonard is on the floor, they are destroying teams defensively.
3: As they should. They have also have Paul George. <laughs> but that,
0: that's even that's, that's even in lineups so Paul George ain't there.
3: But they're better with Paul George. they're, they're going yeah. to be they're going to be a significantly good team. they're built to be that way. they're a, they're a star-studded team. We're not going, I can't, I'm not judging. Right, but even,
0: Paul even George if
3: we're there because that's Paul the,
0: George for right now, Paul George missed X amount Paul, you know, in the games that Paul George did not play, they were still amazing on the defensive side of the ball. That's and that's they that. have Patrick Beverly, yes. But other than that, who? Lou Williams is a below average defender. Montrose Harrow is not a good defender. He's an energy guy, but they're,
3: but he, but they're still good at certain You don't need them to be great defensively. They're still going,
0: they're still K- great. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard is the defense, even when Paul George is not there, is what I'm saying.
3: Nobody's taking. That, nobody, nobody here is going to try to ever say Kawhi Leonard is anything different than that.
0: Right. But, so what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying, we're talking about like the whole that team. That's the best offensive team, one of the best. We talking seen. about what you said, Dallas. Yeah, no, one of the best ever. Dallas has one of the best offenses in the history of basketball. It, it, yes, a true. lot of but it, and mostly all of it. because thing. of local. One hundred percent. But what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that Kawhi being a top five player offensively and defensively trumps that. That's that's my argument.
3: My argument is Luca is on some shit, especially as a sophomore. <laughs> I'm taking that into consideration. But this year, because this year he's a sophomore player, he should not be doing that shit as a sophomore. And but and Prazingis, what
0: we haven't even seen Porzingis. They just started getting hot together. Like, come right, in on, J- dog. Come on, we gotta take that into but consideration. Why do? Explain to me why sophomore matters.
3: Who does this as a sophomore? Though that's a, that makes it more impressive. Just like a, a person doing some shit as a rookie. It's but if. Like, but
0: if I understand, I understand what you're saying, but if we are just ranking players based on this year, I don't think their age or anything should matter at all. You know what I'm saying? It should just be strictly on-court stuff.
3: That, I, I'm not going to – age is, and, and, and the inexperience always is going to impress me. If, if you're comparing a, a rookie, hypothetically speaking, to a, a seven-time All-Star – Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like, damn! As a rookie, we're already having him in that conversation. Okay. That's
0: well, I, no, I understand. I understand that aspect, but you're gonna put the rookie over the seven-time all just because he's six. No, years no, no. I'm younger? just saying
3: why it's impressive. I'm not saying that that's why you. put Oh him no, on. no,
0: okay. So yeah, we I, agree I, I that. So why you put him over? Yeah, Luke. Luke could be doing this in the sophomore year. We've never seen him before. It's hella impressive. Right. But I, I'm just, I just don't understand how that could relate to like if we're ranking players based on their. I didn't say did.
3: I'm just saying why it's impressive. Okay. I'm not saying him being a sophomore makes him better. I already established why he's better. I'm saying why it's impressive. We're not going to act like you don't. Nobody thinks that you can say whatever you want to say, but it's in your mind that that is that makes this shit impressive. Yes,
0: yeah, it is impressive.
3: Yeah,
2: isn't the Dallas Mavericks still a really good defense, regardless? You-
0: I think I think they're an average defense. I could check for you, but I think they're an average. I see it, of it wouldn't be. A, it wouldn't coincide
3: to the, the argument because it wouldn't be because of Luca. That's why you would. Yeah. It wouldn't matter because. Kawhi's defense is because it's Kawhi.
2: That's why yeah. I'm no, saying I was just going to say more so, like, if he's still, if that team is still, like, a really good defensive team when Luka is still on the court, like, it still proves the point that Luka's defense isn't affecting that team. Like, it's it's still no, making it really No,
0: I never said Luka was a bad defender. Like, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't really think about his defense because his So, you taking is-
3: Kawhi, you taking Luka over Kawhi 2D Mills?
1: This year, yeah. I'm, I'm taking Kawhi over Luka. I, it's, Basically, same thing with the defense. I just think that the impact is a little bit more on Kawhi Leonard's side because it's individually he impacts the the offense and defensive side of the ball much more. But I, I see what you're saying, pway Like, having a young player that is a sophomore season, but he's putting up, you know, all-star numbers that, you know, we've seen a player that's been an eight-time all-star, he's kind of doing like he's in his prime. But this sophomore, like a Trey Young, I don't know what Kyrie Irving is averaging. Maybe he had to be around like 25, 26, right? Right, Trae so, Young was averaging man. thirty, right. you know, and you got to say that's impressive. Impressive for Trey Young, but I'm probably not taking Kyrie or taking Trey Young over Kyrie Irving at this point. You know, you see what I'm saying?
3: Well, I mean, you're not doing that because Trey Young shit hasn't translated into wins. Luke is doing this while he's
1: in the playoffs. Yeah, you could use that. I mean, I mean, literally though, if you're still going to individual, Kawhi Kawhi Leonard's still at the top of his top of his uh his conference too.
3: Nobody's saying he's not. I think nice. he's supposed to be. The Clippers are supposed to... If if they weren't, it would be a problem. The Clippers are supposed to be that good, bro. They were put together to in a championship. They're not supposed to be anything less than what they are. Shit, they a little bit better if we're being, honestly speaking. But Paul George came back with his shit. Kawhi didn't play every game. They had their thing, so we're excusing it. But they're actually supposed to be a little bit better than what they are, if we're being completely honest. But... Nobody's saying it. Nobody's tearing down Kawhi. My point isn't to tear down Kawhi or to say he's not as good as he is. I'm just saying, Luca, this year, had, to me, has been on some shit. He's a legitimate MVP candidate, and Kawhi is. But I, I, I was looking at Kawhi. I mean, Luca is a little higher on my on my shuffle right. board. If, to be honest, here,
1: here, let's ask this question: In the MVP race for this year and this year only, it would probably go, probably go to Luca if you had to pick an MVP. If you were saying. Between, between the two, those
3: two. yeah between, oh, the two. between those two you, yeah you it was, you i you think go luca right for me i i had luca higher but again it's not to tear down Kawhi i, I don't right. want to, saying, to take anything away from kawhi cuz kawhi is definitely he's mm-hmm. where he belongs he's in what is where's this top 5 we uh five
0: uh luca was 5 kawhi was 3
3: yeah like kawhi is in the area he's supposed to be so it, it's no big deal you know what I mean? Like, Ka- Kawhi would just go, what, to four? <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, like, it's,
0: just, it's just healthy. Because I'm not saying that you're wrong and thinking Luca. I was just, you know, we just having him dialect like the dialogue oh, and no, say, yeah. I, I, yeah. I
3: just don't want y'all to think I'm trying to say Kawhi is too high. It's just that I think Luca mm-hmm. is, I would take him over.
0: You know, what we also saw this year from Kawhi his playmaking is so much better than it's ever been.
3: Yeah. Yes, it, it has. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah. Which is something that I've always wanted to see from him. And I mean, but Luca, Twenty nine nine and nine. I mean, shit. The, that's ridiculous. He's a twenty. Like we talk about Luca and, and his greatness and his scoring, out, but he's he's averaging twenty nine points. Like what's, uh,
0: that. What's Kawhi? I a lot at, of
3: fucking points.
0: Kawhi's you know, counter numbers like are twenty seven seven and five. Those are his counter numbers. I'm curious about. Okay, well, we get the top two. Y'all, y'all know who at the top two, but which order do y'all think it's in?
3: LeBron should. LeBron is probably one.
0: But do you think he should be one
3: if
1: he is? No,
0: they're gonna have Giannis at
3: one. Yeah, I'm with LeBron. Man. They are gonna have Giannis at one. LeBron yeah. is your
0: MVP.
1: Le-
3: he's not my. Okay. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. Most valuable player.
3: My MVP is kind of Luca, to be honest with you, just because he has he's worked with less than both of them in my opinion, but I just view it differently. My mm. MVP was never the MVP. Just like when I was Russell, everybody was like, it should be Harden. I'm always with the the workload and what you have. Who was your um, MVP last year? Who won the last year? Giannis and who Giannis won the- one last year? Yeah, my MVP was Giannis. I don't even think it was close. Mm-hmm. There was no argument. But I liked when Harden revved it up. I just think that they didn't finish strong enough. I can't remember. But I remember when Harden went on that tear? Yeah. I was pro Harden, but I don't think I don't think they finished out on a tear, if I'm not mistaken. But at the moment, I was like, "Give me Harden, give me Harden," because Harden was putting on shit. They went through a, a, a drought. They started off real bad. Uh, they had some adversity, so I was, you know.
0: So it goes to LeBron, one Giannis.
1: Makes sense. I can't argue that, man. And I'm, I agree
0: that. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. The season Giannis having is ridiculous. He took last year's MVP. season, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be even better in everything. Not just at this one thing. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. even better at everything.
1: Is he playing less minutes too? Full of threes.
0: Yeah, he, if he wins MVP, Every- this would be the least amount of minutes an MVP mm-hmm. has ever played in the in like in the uh, Well, he's going game. to win it. He's, he's going yeah, to win it. One hundred percent. You know what? The
3: question is: Is he going to go home with that and Defensive Player of the Year?
0: Mm-hmm. I think he should. I don't know if he I will, but he I think is. he should. If
3: he's going mm-hmm. to win MVP. I want him to get defensive. Player. I love when players do shit like that.
0: I don't think Anthony
1: Davis is ever defensive player again.
3: I think he does, but I he mean, he should be in conversations for sure. But yeah, I think, I think, let Giannis take them both. I, I, I have read this in them. an
1: article, and it was basically Nick Nurse or not Nick Nurse. Who was it? It was Mike Mike Budenholzer talking about how basically like he only plays Giannis a certain amount of minutes around there, like you say, thirty to thirty-five minutes. And it was I think during the playoffs, um, they were talking about Giannis wasn't in the game during like basically the end of it. And they were asking why. He's like, if if we got if Giannis has to play like 39 minutes, 40 40 minutes, they deserve to the win. And I was like, damn, that's how much like
0: impact that that man has. That he only needs to play 30 minutes to kind of just sail off that W. Also, Coach Bud was like, because uh, people, I remember the series were what you're talking about, where like mm-hmm. against the Raptors, he was yeah. still not playing 40 plus minutes a game. And people were like, how is that possible? He needs to be in the game. But what Budenholzer said is that. Giannis plays so damn hard every single second that he gets tired before the rest of the team. And it's not because he's out of shape. It's just that every single second he is at a 1,000, a 1,000, a 1,000, that he gets he gets tired way before Eric Bledsoe, who may take one, two plays off here and there. Giannis just plays it. that hard. But we it. got to get to the point, though. We're going to have to get to the point where, like, you're going to have to play 40-plus games if you want to win a championship, or 40-plus yeah. minutes. You're going to have to. It's impossible for you I mean, to be going against that? LeBron and playing 35 minutes or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to take every single second of that game for y'all to be good to beat that, beat them in that mm-hmm. series, hypothetically. So, yeah. No, this
3: is good. I, I, I like the emphasis on this season. It changes the dialect. It changes the tone. It changes the circumstance. Because uh, even then, you see, I was ready to put LeBron, but then he had to revert back to this season. Mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I guess it's I'm young. curious.
0: So, okay, I'm going up a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna just briefly go through this real quick for myself, and I'll tell y'all if I see something that's that I think that maybe one of y'all would disagree with. Um, whoa, Russell Westbrook is 22nd p for for you to, that was asking. Okay, and that is below Bradley Beal, Cal Laurie, Kyrie Irvin, and Rudy Gobert. Those are the four people above him.
3: That's reasonable. Maybe Kyrie is... I mean, Irving should... Yeah, I'll probably
1: take him
3: with Kyrie. I think that might be a little... He got injured, too. But Kyle Lowry, all those guys. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm -hmm. Bradley Beal.
0: Drew Holiday at 25. I like that. I like that. I I don't know if he deserved to be there. I'm just saying it's cool to see him there. Who who is 26? Uh, 26 is Bam Adebayo. Mm. 27 is Devin Booker. And 28 is Brandon Ingram. So twenty nine is Zion. I'm surprised they have Drew
1: Holiday over Brandon Ingram.
0: Uh, yeah, that's they, they and, not gonna put the All Star
1: over him.
3: And yeah. Devin Booker, that's two All Stars. Wow. Yeah,
2: that's
1: funny. Zion, what does Zion play like
2: sixteen games?
3: Nineteen. Third, Nineteen. Okay. Bam. Bam is also an All Star. They put Drew over like three All Stars back to back to back.
0: Very interesting list. Very, very interesting list. Zach Levine at 44. What? Above him is Gordon Hayward. That's <laughs> extremely low. And Fred VanVleet. All right. It's not my list, you know. So I disagree, but I'm not going to get upset about it.
3: <laughs> That's like severely low. Uh, I'm not going to get upset about it.
0: Okay. Who was the last player? The number one hundred player in the league is—I gotta scroll up. Mark Dante Divincenzo. Hey, uh, my yo boy. boy, yo boy. <laughs> <laughs> you no,
2: know, he boy. loves Dante.
3: Okay, he getting his recognition.
0: I think. Hold on. There is. There has only. There's only one Knicks player. Who is that Knicks player? Julius Randle. Incorrect.
3: Mitchell Robinson.
0: Mitchell Robinson, yeah, Mitchell Robinson.
3: Rightfully so.
0: He's at ninety-one. All right. Well, that was. stupid, but that's
3: fine. I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: Man, Al Horford has fallen a lot this season, bro. He's at eighty-one, compared to like last year, he was like top fifty. Mm-hmm.
3: He's
0: at eighty-one. All right, D Mills. Transition, baby. What What we got next?
2: All right, so since we just talked about the stars pretty much, so what I got is non-star related. So what we're doing is, um, so I'm gonna give y'all these categories and basically I want y'all to give me like the best players that do these, but they're not stars pretty much. We are gonna just show some love to people who, who do a little bit more that probably won't get the recognition.
0: Okay. All
2: right, so the toughest players that y'all think to defend
3: that isn't a star. Uh, is there a correct answer you're looking for? No, no I just want it's it's uh, to Uh
0: opinions. toughest players. Um, mm. I think I think Lou Will is hard to guard. Um, just based on what I've seen, I've, I've seen him get thrown big defenders, smaller defenders. It's always a struggle for whoever. He's just too too quick and too uh, crafty to to guard. And we not counting him as a star, right? I, I'm good at saying yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, you. Will. But that's just the first thing that came to mind. I'm going to keep thinking about other people I think is probably harder to guard. Um, Shit, I'm going to stay here on the top 100 list. See, I'm just going to scroll through and see who I think will be hard to guard. Oh, Will Barton, bro. Will Barton is going to be hard hard to guard. And Uh I I think he's still one of the most underrated players in the league. I don't know if he's even on this list of top 100 players. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not. But that boy is crafty. He got that Ray Vaughn element where he refused to get his shot blocked. He was he going to contort <laughs> his body to, to refuse to get his shot blocked. And he's got like, he's got a nice little handle. He's quick with it. I think another when
3: I'm, I'm a little JJ Reddick. He does a lot of moving. Goes off a lot of screens. Constantly, constantly moving. He's a veteran uh, as far as coming off screens and shooting the ball. So when you, when you you when you've... He gets better with his age too. So what JJ Redick is about thirty six. He's seen he's seen it all, um, as far as making his reads, whether to curl, whether to pop, rather rather to flare or backdoor. It's just a guy that's constantly moving. is always one of the toughest to guard. Um, so you put JJ, you know, off off a thousand screens, and he's going to wear some people out. So I, I'll say JJ.
1: I think another dude that comes to mind because he always just like in the right spot at the right time, but he always just found himself near the ball and he's aggressive, but Kelly Oubre, and also he's always a threat to just catch a body too. Mm-hmm. So you got to watch out for that.
2: Yeah.
0: Another name right. of King of Man is uh, Malcolm Brogdon. He's, okay. he's he's fierce on the drives. Like if he wants to go right, he's going to make his way going right. <laughs> yeah. If that means putting his shoulder into you or whatever, he's going to go right. So yeah.
1: Another dude is Dennis Shooter, who could go like mm. any direction super quick. Hard to stay in front of, him. and he got a nice handle. He's gonna work the pick and roll. It's hmm. tough, dude, to stay in front of. Facts. Uh, I I just want to say Ish Smith because I already know he's super fast. He just fast. Like he just <laughs> super. He really just super stand
3: that, fast. Stand on that topic. I'm gonna go Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, <laughs> in, in a minuscule shell of himself, is still a tough guy to guard, and, and a lot of people don't want that defense assignment. Mm, is okay. D
0: Rose in the top 100 list? Y'all think?
3: No, Uh no. He should be, but probably not. He's a number 65. This
0: shit. That's oh. good That's good Shout out to D-Rose That's cool exactly
3: bro. where he should, probably, he should really be too Yeah
0: Right Right above him Is Bob Dondavis From the Jazz Tobias Harris And right below him Is Devontae Graham Valentunis. So Shout out to D-Rose
1: Who's the best Non-All-Star Big That's probably Hardest to guard
0: Non-All-Star Big Valanciunas, bro It might be Valentunis. That dude has post yeah. moves Out of this world
3: mm-hmm. Yeah Non-All-Star This year Or non-All-Star ever
1: I mean just not a star Like same concept you know, uh, I
3: think Lucevic has a nice little all-around game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other guys.
0: The big position is like, I, had... I feel what like is... if you're not a star big, you're just kind of there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm... yeah you're just kind of catching lobs and, like, getting rebounds.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, who's a pest? Like, like who would be a pest to my like, the is of rebound where it would be tough, like,
1: not Allen. I mean, Josh, we Allen. are, you know, same thing, like, basically, will, but Montrezl hair got to be a big one. Harrell, just it. the, the motive. Because, first it. of all, playing basketball, you know about them dudes that just got them super big, wide bodies. Mm-hmm. You it's super hard to block. their shots no matter how, like, you got, how much you got the height advantage. And you know he got a nice little touch around the rim. So. Rick Lopez to be more one,
3: too, one because one. you're so used to guarding bigs that are going to step, yeah. you know, in yeah. a paint a little bit. For him to get out there, has to sometimes.
0: Hey, and guess what? He still got that post. He yeah. still got that yeah. post touch when you yeah. when he needed. So, like, yeah, Brinkolf has a good one.
1: Cause it, you remember the times we played with Derek and he got a guard like a shooter. Bro, he just be walking <laughs> out, he be walking out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> he be walking one out of there.
2: these. Yep. That's gonna change though. So the next one is the best playmakers. Non all-star best yeah.
3: playmaker. Lonzo is the like first. Not, no yeah. yeah, definitely Lonzo. Um, I
0: I was, I, I'm going back to this list, bro I think this is a good source for me Brad Van
3: Fleet is a very good playmaker Especially yeah. as a secondary playmaker for the Raptors Devontae Graham
0: Devontae Graham is a good one Yeah. Um, I don't think with Devontae Graham Is he pretty turnover prone But he's yeah. only sophomore It is really his first season in the NBA let's be When, honest he, he's when he has all of his weapons
3: Draymond Green is still You know, <laughs> can still make <laughs> things happen Um
2: I hate with Draymond Green when people bring up his numbers and they're just
0: like, he's not that good. Oh, we're forgetting the obvious. Ricky Rubio, too. Ricky Rubio's like yeah. nine assists a game. Oh, yes. yeah. Brogdon, again. Um, Is there any, any players in the Bay? You can count stars if you want to, other than Luke and LeBron are like up there, of course. That like you would strictly watch them because of their playmaking. Like they'll make a crazy pass Luka, or it's
1: Jokic. Luka, Did you to say Jokic? Yeah,
0: Luca, LeBron, Jokic are like the top three. Okay. But like, no. is there anybody Simmons. else? Ben Simmons, Lonzo. Zo definitely make that good over the head outlet pass too. Mm-hmm.
1: Huh. That's. that's
0: how, I, how, think a I feel that's like how it, take, crazy. it takes a very special NBA player to be able to like. Wow you with a pass. You know That's
1: yeah. for Alonzo, Like his main thing was his playmaker, but he came in at number two. Right. Don't really see that up that often no more. Yeah.
2: Yeah, what's so crazy about Ben Simmons is that he's a freaking six ten point guard and like he can see everything. He and he don't there's no particular pass he can't make.
1: Right. Ja Morant, too. I don't know how we ja sure. I forgot about Ja. But yeah. I seen I seen a post. It was a while ago, but it was like who is a better playmaker? And it was Stephen Curry and John ja Morant, and I was like, I don't know, man. John ja Morant, especially in a couple of years, John ja Morant could be probably one of the best passes in the league. Yeah, we're talking right now. I'm still going stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would too. I would still go stuff.
3: Steph. Steph shooting just makes everything open up. Right.
0: So, so when we when we define playmaking, are we? Talking I'm talking
1: about like ability to create passes and lanes. How I um, don't. You can so, see yo, ja Mor- Steph
0: Curry for sure. Yeah, That's yeah. the case. Yeah. If it's created passing lane, it's not necessarily the one passing it. It's, it's Steph Curry, without a doubt. That um, boy yeah, looked up and he got a double team ball. in front of him. That's a passing lane opened up right there.
3: <laughs> yeah. Which is okay because he's more experienced and more seasoned. It took yeah, Steph a while for that to uh, John
1: Moran, he go he in the next couple of years, he definitely going to tighten it up. I'm thinking about all the plays he's making where. You obviously don't want to see a player make plays in the air, but the ones where he's so athletic he can contort his yeah. body and find those. And the more of
3: experience the season he'll get, he'll stop putting himself in that position to where it may not be as flashy. Cause you're you're you like it because it's flashy. The yeah. more older he gets, the more he's not gonna jump in the air because he's all he also turns that motherfucker over a lot. I know. Because of that. I know. So the more experience I know,
1: but all, to be honest, all the play it's not many playmakers in the league that don't have like a high assist ratio where it's that was like, one of the best
3: traits the best. about Lonzo in LA he didn't turn that rock over like that he had a very 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 good turnover to assist ratio I think Fred Van Vliet does as well yeah. Larry is yeah. one of those Fred guys
1: is probably one of the smartest Chris
3: passes
2: Chris Paul um, yeah. I think Chris Paul is like one of the best in history
3: and all of those guys yeah. what they just make the pass you're right
0: yeah. so yeah rookie right. or Lonzo's average 7.2 assists per game and only 2.6 uh, turnovers that's a that's pretty amazing for a rookie uh, this season's a little bit less, but it's still pretty good at uh, seven assists and three point one turnovers. So he's got over a two to one turnover ratio, where like historically throughout Chris Paul's career, his assist to turnover ratio is damn near five. So it's just like it's damn. the point guy. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> and every everybody a- anybody that enjoys passing, I'm gonna I love I lo- I'd rather make a nice pass and score. Mm-hmm. Turning a ball over is such a fucking it's like a, it just eats you up. Like even when I play two K, if my if my turnovers are above and if they're double digits after I play like Michael Kyron, it just bugs me out. It, it, it's just like ugh. even when we play uh pro am, I, I I love those games because I was a point guard where I had that big old zero mm-hmm. and the turnover thing. It's just a, it's a sight to see. Turnovers mm-hmm. is just ugly.
1: My my biggest thing on the court is I hate when we miss a shot. And then the other team just gets an easy like fast break layup. Mm, Same thing, yeah. like it, it's just more. Really, that's man. that's so
0: weird to me because you're not even like a defender, and he's a guy. Don't but, get back to get yeah. to happen.
1: No, but I like to I like to get value possessions, and I just like winning. And you're not going to win games if you missing shots.
3: It's also fun money. that you're saying because you're a guy that will take a knucklehead
1: bad shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, y'all can say whatever
1: about my shot selection, but I, I'm a winner, man. When it comes to being on the court.
0: I vividly remember one game at Fort Hill. You took a absolutely terrible shot late in game. And the rest of us were looking at each other like, what the fuck did Mike just shoot that shot for? Yeah,
3: I remember that too. Yes. 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 I think. Yes. Kobe
0: and
2: Bryant, when you take those Miami, shots, it right. just makes right. you not know, we want to get back on the defense.
0: Yeah, when it's that bad of a shot, you, do, you like, Hey, okay, he no, gave no. up, hey. so might just, I might one well. person.
1: <laughs> one person, I know Derek can agree with me on this. One person who shoots a shot and it just makes you not want to get back because it never goes in. John, John, John Richardson. <laughs> Anytime he shoots, bro, it's like
3: it's it depends on the shot. Get it off my boy, man! Guy.
0: Get off my boy. <laughs>
1: but it'd be so funny because he also do this. Every like,
3: time the ball leaves his hands, it just look like it's not going in. That's that's so-
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And they be leaving him open too, and you know he goes shoot it.
3: It's rare for the ball to leave somebody's hands and it just look off every time. <laughs> every time all right so one one sometimes as well he be throwing that motherfucker yeah he just throw them bitches
0: there that's a strong man shit
2: yeah he got that field shot so the next <laughs> one i got is best iq best
1: iq free van fleet again he gonna fit that mode uh okay. i'm trying to think
3: of people that we ain't named yet yeah because we can <laughs> just say lonzo again i think andre Udala has a very high iq for basketball yeah, that's a lot. Um as a big man, I think Serge Ibaka has has Serge Ibaka and Marcus All. Like those two big men on that team are very high IQ guys. I think Marcus All can play in damn near any system mm-hmm. and thrive.
0: Rookie Brandon Clark has a very high IQ. Why why he never takes I've never seen that boy take a bad shot. He is very block he likes to get blocks but he's not block hungry like Hassan Whiteside is always a guy that comes to mind He's always in foul trouble because he's so block-hungry He knows when to stay on his feet mm-hmm. um, Somebody like Doran Finney-Smith A smart defender At least, uh, offensively, I mean, offensively I
3: mean, I've never seen him Try to be out of his element, I think that's how yeah. IQ Knowing yourself is a part of IQ as well True, real. facts, mm-hmm. facts he kinda I just is, see that man in
2: the corner Yeah,
3: that is very, very true Um, I just had a name Goran Drodrick, I think, is, has a high IQ Um that's who Dame said was the first, he, he was the first guy in the NBA who bust his ass just because he was so smart. Yeah, the um,
2: Bourne Dodgers has always been like a really good full general.
3: I just like the way he attacks the bass and he just has a, a relentlessness. Um,
0: I think you, you well, said Marcus All right.
3: right? Yeah. Marcus Gasol,
0: uh, yeah, for sure. Who, who are
3: some other guys? I feel like it's some guys we're not. I don't know if he's it's smart. He just ain't got a point no more.
0: Rondo's not like oh, yeah, number Ron one Rondo.
3: in the world. Like he's just the smartest <laughs> man on the court. <laughs> um, who are some guys that just have a job like Rondo? Like he's um, man, my mind is going blank right now.
0: I'm just thinking about players that, that could transition to coaching. That's that's the way I think about IQ for some, basketball. IQ at least. And
3: uh DJ Augustine has a solid basketball IQ. Shout out to DJ Augustine. Um, he, said,
0: he said, I'm going to get me a shoe deal. I don't care who it's with, but I'm going to get me a shoe right <laughs> I th- Yeah, I think he's feet Oh, is he N1? No, no, no. That's Freddie. That's N1. Freddie VanVleet is N1. With
3: Vine is N1, too.
0: Shout oh, out. he signed to N1? I didn't know that. Okay. And one I've saw... Sold- Freddie has some N ones and they look decent. I'm not gonna, I wouldn't buy them, but you, you know. Oh, I was
1: about to say you would have cop them. no
0: nah, I wouldn't cop them, but
2: I think Tom, Tomas Seneranski has a pretty good basketball IQ.
0: He does. Yeah, he does. He definitely does.
2: Very well-rounded, good the, peak the good point-forward type player.
0: Oh, these shoes! No, here it is. They're called the N One Attack 2.0s. Not a bad-looking shoe. Not a bad-looking shoe at all. I think
1: about the other people. I think Lance Stevenson be hooping
3: in N1s.
0: If I'm
3: not, he did. He did did have an N1 deal. I don't know if he still is. I had a pair of N1s. I I had some N1s where people used to watch N1 mixtapes and hot sauce and Black Little and, you know, like AO.
0: The video game. Y'all know Nautica, right? Like the sale brand. They have a hoop shoe, bro.
3: Do they? Can you share your screen and
0: let me see? Can I share my screen? Uh or I can just look it up myself. Yeah, look it up. Nautica Competition Rebel. Lobo. Rebell, Rebell, Rebell. Why did I say Rebel? I can't read. Basketball shoe. That is so interesting.
1: These look like a, a mixture of
0: AIs and 12s. Like, what? Yeah, they just took a little bit. I feel like your ankle is done in that. Just because it looks yeah, so low sure. quality. Yeah. This shoe fat as shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: that
2: yeah, would
0: just man. pop
3: me up to the 10 worst signature sneakers you'll ever see. Uh-oh. Oh, this is a Glenn Rice shoe. That's oh, why. What
0: hey, what's good, guys? This is Chris oh, from Wartesters.com. Welcome back. It to- says
3: Glenn Rice. That's
0: hmm. trash.
3: Nautica Competition 41 is on the back. Yeah, this is a Glenn Rice shoe. So they just re-bringing them out.
1: That's
3: funny. Ryan Reeves. You never you going to see somebody that in, shoe. in that shoe.
0: Brian Reese had a shoe. Wow, it was a Warner Brothers,
3: a Warner Brothers shoe. The fucking movie. what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? I, I can't see no guards wearing no shoes.
3: He but wasn't that, a guard though. No, it I'm talking be- about they.
1: Him. No, I'm saying the shoes he had. They had to be big man shoes. <laughs> oh, Brian no, Reeves didn't was a shoe. Hoop no
0: shit. Warner Brothers. No, he didn't, bro. <laughs> I'm sick.
3: They got the Kobe Adidas too on here. That's one of the worst six shoes
0: legit I used the... to want that shoe It looked like a fucking spaceship
1: I could see Brian
0: Reeves oh wearing these shoes like that That's you WB on the tongue Oh man
3: They got fucking a Mellow M9 I feel like Mike had a pair of these I did they got the fucking Reeboks when John Wall came in. These Zig, I don't know if y'all remember. Those. I wanted
1: them. I wanted a pair of those. Like though. Know. John Wall made me want a pair. Of they those. had like new technology. All oh, the Zig. Am I the only person oh, that's God. never had a
2: pair of Reeboks? Huh? Am I the only person that's never owned a pair of Reeboks?
3: Yeah, I had Iverson, so I had a. Yeah, I, re-
0: I got Iverson even right now. I got a couple pair of Iversons. I've I had every Iverson, brand. I have one
3: Reebok, Adidas, Nike. I've had Under Armour, Starbears, Converse. Um, yeah,
0: absolutely.
3: Probably I have head the head. most because KB is he, he leaning and you know, all way weight and shit. <laughs> I ain't doing all that.
0: Yeah, I, I'd like to just test stuff out at the end of the day. And of all rockers, shout out to Shay. Shay just went with a uh, Converse, and I'm so I'm not mad. Actually, I'm not mad about it because he got his bag or whatever. But the Converse, unless they're coming out with a new model, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. Not again. They had a brother ble- literally bleeding. <laughs> I was bleeding in that thing. Okay, what you got next, T Mills?
2: Um, uh, last one I'm gonna do is best finishers at the rim, or getting or driving. You know, best finishers.
1: Best finishers at the rim. And uh, it's one more time. Can
3: we'll we'll, we'll fit this one. Um. Mm. Aaron Gordon. <laughs> I wonder there. if
0: I can somehow see. Oh, I can. No, I can't. Oh, I was trying to see if I can, like, because i be using cleaning the glasses, y'all know, and they, like, show you player shot chart, and I was trying to see if I can, like, actually get, like, statistics and say this player is the best in the league at this and that, but I don't mm-hmm. think I'm be able to. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Which... Oh, wait. Yes, I will be able to. Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna get rid of all sinners because you're seven foot. You better make a layup. Um, but other than that, let's see. Let me. F- and y'all know when we own these things, my computer be running slow for some reason. Mine too. It don't. It don't really make sense because I'm. We're not even streaming today's episode. Usually it's because I'm streaming.
1: Uh, a dude somebody, that comes yeah, to man. Else fill us time. Spencer Dinwiddie. I always see him. That's, and that's for good reason. He like six five as a guard, so. But six six, six yo, six. give him every inch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. uh, let me see.
0: Okay, and I'm gonna get it to like seven sixty five. Okay. All right. The worst finisher at the rim this season is. Each uh,
3: one more. I'm joking. Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington. <laughs> Makes sense. I don't even really see him attack yeah. the back. Yeah, I strictly
2: see him oh,
0: wow. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Take take a guess. Take guesses. The best finishers at the rim. That's not a center. So we. I mean, and no power forwards either. So like wings, guards. What they, they have, have? Star players in it, right? Yeah, stars, right? Um, one of them is an all star. I got it at the. You had to play at least this amount of minutes, so it's not like no fucking twelfth man on the roster type stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, top top ten best finishers with the realm. That's not a big. Well, LeBron James. No. LeBron is LeBron is two
3: three four five six seven number
0: eleven. This it's pretty easy. It's a it's a guard. It's a guard that he LeBron should be finishing. Rose,
3: yeah. No. Who wasn't all star, Mike? Uh, he was,
0: this a guard that finishes at the rim. Donovan Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is the best finisher oh. at the rim amongst people that aren't centers at seventy two percent, seventy two percent. Why
3: would he shoot a three if he could do that? I'm joking.
0: <laughs> um, next star, y'all. We got LeBron at like eleven. I just give y'all this. Ain't this actually not even that fun? Mo Harkless is second, sixty one percent. OG Ananobi, Ja Morant, the rookie coming in, Bruce Brown, Alfred Payton, Jared Cover, another rookie. Two Knicks in there. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, DeLon Wright, LeBron, Markel Fultz, De'Aaron Fox, D- uh, Chris, Dunn.
3: Okay, Mark- Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Okay. He
0: can't hit a jump shot, so it makes sense that he'll be able to finish at the rim. Pascal Siakam's in there too because they got him listed as a small four for some reason. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but yeah. Those are the best finishes. But Spencer Dinwiddie's in there, too, Mike. Spencer Dinwiddie's in here, too. I, I know you threw his name out. Freddie's in here amongst the best. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Drew Holiday. Maybe that's why they got him the 25th best player in the league. Yeah. This is kind of cool. Is that all you had, D-Mills?
3: That's all I got. That
0: was fun. That was fun.
3: What made you go non-star?
2: Uh, uh, I forgot. Some had hit, some had hit me. I think I saw a Facebook post about something and it, it just triggered me. And I just lost
3: oh, so off the book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, sometimes Facebook can give you some good, like inspiration, but other times it's just annoying when it comes to basketball.
0: M- most of the time, <laughs> that's shit terrible. All right, well, we appreciate y'all watching this episode or listening to this episode of Through the Wire. Be sure to leave us five stars. If you like on the YouTube video, follow us on all socials. And uh, we'll be back in a couple days when we are, what, 16, 16 days away from the restart? Yes, yes sir. It's a W.